Now, more than ever, teams must come together and work together to solve big challenges, and Trello is here to help. Trello, part of Atlassian's collaborative suite, is an app with an easy-to-understand visual format, plus tons of features that make working with your team functional and fun. With Trello, you can work with your team wherever you are, whether it's at home or in an office. Keep your workflow going from wherever you are with Trello. Try Trello for free and learn more at Trello.com. That's T-R-E-L-L-O.com. Hey guys, welcome to the In Penny Stock podcast. I'm your host, Mubarak Shah, CPA and founder of In Penny Stock. And on this show, I help people around the world take control of their finances, understand the markets, you know, regardless of your background experience, and help you get to a place where you don't have to worry about checking your bank account or ever living paycheck to paycheck again. Now, if you like the show, I'd love it if you can click subscribe, so that way you get my new episodes automatically downloaded and sent to you as soon as they come out, so you can stay fresh on the hottest investment opportunities and education. And now finally, before we start today's show, uh, if you're interested in learning more, please feel free to text the word STOCKS, S-T-O-C-K-S, to the number 44222 from your phone or wherever you are, and you'll automatically be subscribed to our email list where you'll get our free masterclass on how you can get started learning the market and taking control of your finances. All right, let's get into the show. Again, today we are doing a continuous live that we are doing daily, 8 p.m. Pacific and 11 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. All right, so we're going to be doing this on a daily basis, and this is going to be the time for you guys to be able to come here with your questions related to stock trading, investing, personal finance, any type of advice that we could provide for you here at Impenny Stock. All right, so we're trying to make this more accessible, give you guys more direct one-on-one access to me and my team here at Impenny Stock. So uh, for today, with the topic we're going to be covering in the live, you know, usually the pattern for this is going to be, I'm going to go over a lesson. And then at the end, people can ask questions through the live chat, or we have emails, uh, questions that are emailed in that we can cover as well. So for the lesson for today, I wanted to do trade reviews live with you guys. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about different trades I went into and uh how they kind of panned out right because i want to give you guys real life scenarios of trading now at penny stock university you can actually see me you know go on the screen during the trading day and record uh what's actually going on and what's going on with stocks and how i navigate through the watch list watch to level two and execute based off of what the patterns we see there are but right now i'm going to be covering some of the stock trades i've made in the last couple of weeks and how I got into them, how I found them, and you know, really dive deeper into that. So you can start seeing what patterns you should look out for when you're reviewing your stocks, all right? And you can actually follow along with me if you're watching this on your computer or on your phone. If you have a stock screener tool, like even the Stocks app, or if you have Robinhood, or of course we have our own stock screening tool at inpennystock.com. You just type it in pennystock.com slash stocks and you can follow along, all right? So the first one is uh, WTER. That was actually a great trade that we did uh, just a week ago, uh, I think on Thursday of last week, where it's the Alkaline Natural Water Company, right? So it's a public company, but it's a penny stock. So it's pretty much just a water wholesale company, but it's you know been around for 60 years or so and has a good reputation and it's a penny stock. It was trading at about $1.30, okay? 
pretty steadily, right? So when you looked at the stock pattern history, you saw that it was there for a decent amount of time. In fact, it was actually at a higher price. So you can understand that that's where potentially the stock can be valued at, okay? That's where you can feel comfortable with it being. So at $1.30, what we saw was, uh, for some reason, there was a Q4 earnings, all right? So earnings are events that happen every quarter where basically the company as a whole is required to an announce their financial records. So how they did that month. And usually what analysts on Wall Street or just in general, the public markets like you and me, what we're looking for is to make sure that they hit their revenue targets, right? So they have projections that they put out into the world because they're a public company, right? If they're trading on the stock exchange, they're a public company and they're required to do so. So that's what happened in this scenario as well. So they released a negative earnings and so their stock price crashed all the way down to almost like a dollar and three cents of that. All right. And I saw that happen, right? And so first of all, the price has dropped a third. And the way I picked this up was by using the top losers um, category or ranking that you can see on, for example, yahoo.com slash finance. They have a little report. Also, finviz.com. They also have a report <clears throat> and a stock screening platform or you can keep an eye on the top losers. And the reason that's such a good pool to choose from when you're trying to trade is because if it's something like 30% drops, that's usually an overreaction, okay? That's usually like the marketing, the stockpiling, uh, people's automatic stop losses and limit orders just triggering at points of resistance and points of support. So when that generally happens, you feel like, okay, the market's probably gonna bounce back because now you know, a company can't literally lose a third of its value in one day. Unless, of course, there was scandal found or false records or something like that. But for the company, it just missed its earning by a little bit. It's not like the whole company was derailed. They just missed it by uh, maybe a few million, if that. And that sounds like a lot of these companies already do 50 million plus. So it's not like the company's going bankrupt tomorrow. They probably just had a bad sales quarter, right? These things happen. And so you need to, you know, the more you get an understanding of public companies and financials, the more you'll understand this, right? These things happen. That's how a company grows. So if you haven't been an entrepreneur or a business owner before, then I want to give you that attention that almost once a year, a company will have a bad quarter. And usually it's just because of certain things fall off, certain things drop, but it's not out of the ordinary. Of course, obviously, if it's consistently going up into the right, that's what everybody wants, and that's what Wall Street expects. But you see these types of dips happen, and the 30% dip is a high overreaction. So I like this for two reasons. One was the high overreaction, and two was because you have to understand psychologically that you know penny stocks are not really traded by algorithmic traders or high-frequency traders, so you're not going up against Wall Street. All right, so it's just traders like you and me. So that puts a good level playing field where if you have technical advantages and you know what you're doing, you'll be in the top 5% of stock traders. And that's where you can actually make money if you're in the top 10%. That's what we try to achieve here at Impenny Stock is we put you through the boot camp and program to get you into that top 10 percentile that is able to profit and make money. All right. So the second reason is because, so again, think going back to what I was just saying, you have a market psychology you have to pay attention to. And one key thing is when I always talk about technical analysis, there are certain levels of support and resistance that are arbitrarily created, right? So for example, if I'm kind of 
looking at the stock and I'm saying, listen, I think this was trading on dollar thirty, but I want it at a discount. I think that buying it at a dollar will be good because it's a rounded number, right? So when people are putting their orders, they're usually rounding it. It's not like again, you will at certain times when you're trying to sell, but a lot of the times you might just put a rounded number if you're an old school trader or if you're just a passive investor, right? You're just trying to liquidate some stock. You're just going to round it. You're not going to put like a dollar and four cents, right? So that's the kind of market psychology you need to get into. People are all, all relatively basic and in the same kind of lazy fashion that you probably want to do things. That's how most people are too. And so the rounded numbers are very simple for people to put in a lot of orders. So for me, I knew that the dollar sign was going to be a great level of support. And that if you were to look at the stock price chart, right, you would have something like this and say this is the dollar mark. What I would say is that this it would dip and then it'll come back up because that's the level of support, right, at the $1 mark. And the reason that's important is because then I felt comfortable and I was also able to minimize my risk, right? Because, you know, when you get into a trade, obviously you want to get a large upside, but the best situation and what we teach at Penny Stock is for every trading plan, you need to also have a, uh, what do you call it? You need to have a risk limitation too. Right, so we never lose more than 10%. And that should be the rule that you follow of your trade portfolio. So the second <clears throat> it goes more than 10% against you and you don't know why, you have to sell, right? Sometimes there's a specific reason as to why that might happen. And if that's built into your trading hypothesis, then that's fine. But if you're kind of just struggling along and just trying to guess along and test things, then you're kind of just praying randomly, you should sell at 10% so you don't blow up your account, right? Because you need to be able to stay in the game. So you need to hold on to your chips. So that's why I traded WTER because it was a great level of support, right? So I was able to mitigate my risk by putting a stop loss, a stop limit order at uh, $1.99 because I knew that if any time it broke a dollar down, most people would set their alerts for a dollar. Hey, let me know when the stock was less than a dollar. And a lot of people would set their loss orders because then that's a virtual kind of psychological line that's broken. And so the stock will continue to crash right through. And what happened the next day? So I bought it when it went down in that one day, 30%. I bought it and I sold it a day later at about $1.17. And I, I got almost about 14, 13% on my money in just you know, five minutes because I honestly just only look at that uh, specific marker and trade at the 15 cent mark. So only for the watch list is pretty much when I looked it up. So that's pretty much how you can kind of see how the trades happen. All right. So if you ever have any questions regarding stocks, we're going to cover one more on the live, but I want you guys to be asking me about specific stock trading patterns, questions, strategies, you know, we're here for that. So let me go into the second uh, trading pattern that I traded, which was another great win. Typical, very classic uh, utilization of what we refer to as the double catalyst rule. So we have a whole module of, of that, but that's basically the concept of waiting for two catalysts to trigger in to a stock before you end up actually trading it. So you can kind of accelerate and uh, get a better support and better chance that your trade is going to end up profitable. All right, so I believe the stock was AMRN. It's a biotech stock. 
And basically what happened was that it was hovering between say 14 and $17. And I don't have it. Actually, I can pull it up in front of me, but basically what was happening was it was a biotech stop, right? So I'm just going to make this into, uh, this is an actual trade that just happened a week or two ago, but I want to show you guys kind of exactly what happened with the right implementation of the double catalyst rule. All right. So it was trading down and what was happening was that there was a potential of them to release their FDA approval rating, right? The FDA was going to announce whether they passed them through trial round two or three, I believe it was, and or whether they weren't going to, right? So that's a very important, very you know crucial part of the business of the biotech stocks, okay? Because that's really all you're looking for. The only time a biotech stock usually tends to rise is either they have an amazing partnership form, so they combine with a a big company, a big public company, um, or what happens is that they pass an FDA trial, right? There's a whole class and group of traders out there that only trade biotech stocks, wait for the FDA announcements, and try to wait for the price action, and then buy in, right? Because you have to wait for the price action. Just because they got approved doesn't necessarily always mean that the stock price is going to shoot up, all right? And so you might be wondering why that is the case. And so again, you have to go back into thinking about the trader's psychology. In those scenarios, what must have happened is that the company, right, they're required to submit their quarterly financials. And in, it's a 100-page document on average. And in that document, they usually mention what their projections and plans are for future years. So if you were to be somebody who was a fundamental research, and it's not bad in the beginning to start doing that as a habit, right? It's a little tough because, you know, an annual report has a lot to it. But once you go through a couple, you'll see that they're broken up in the exact same format. Right? You can ignore the first couple of weird pages and table of contents. But the table, uh, actually, the table of contents tells you all the relevant parts. So you can skip through it and still amass an incredible amount of information. But usually what happens for biotech stocks is that if Wall Street gets wind, because they analyze, they probably have AI and bots, but also people that get paid millions to go through these financials and then they trade based on that activity. So for those specific stocks, the biotech stocks that don't shoot up and skyrocket after a certain trial approval, the reason for that is because that was actually baked into the price already. And what I mean by that is that that means that traders from the past and investors already knew that this trial was going to either most likely be approved or not in say quarter three of 2020, so they already had that research because they might have put it in the financials a year before, right? Because they know this stuff and they're required to announce it. And so those people already bought in. And so the price in the past already shot. It's just like in the same scenario where it's terrible where people who have been buying Apple stock before the earnings conference or not, they, they it's always unreal of how much they're able to lose because they think it's going to shoot up. And sometimes it does. It has in the last few years of, uh, on occasion, but then it's also gone down a bunch. So what you have to do is you have to wait for the price reaction. And so that's the implementation of the devil catalyst rule is you have to then see, you set the alert for the 52 week high. That's usually the best two catalysts. So in the biotech world, it's the FDA. And if anything else, it's pretty much like outside of the biotech industry. Uh, I would combine the 52 week high indicator so what that means is that the hot, if the stock breaks the highest it's ever been in the last year, that usually means that there's some good action going on with it, right? Uh, the 
Stock is what we refer to as in play. Something's happening to it. It's, it's gaining volatility. It's changing in price at a pretty fast rate. So the second one is, uh, so 52-week high indicator, which you can just set as part of an alert on your stock trading platform. And we go into more detail about that in further modules. But uh, the second one is the specific fundamental catalyst. So that's the FDA announcement or the earnings. And this stock literally ended up shooting up to $26. Uh, unfortunately, I actually didn't get super invested into this trade. I had uh, I was transferring funds and I didn't have margin active on Robinhood because I deactivated my level. Uh, they have different tiers, they have silver and gold. So it was just in pause for about a day. And that's, you know, the stock market moves fast. So even if you're not prepared, you're going to miss a good trade by a day. I got only a few hundred dollar profit off of this one and it was actually a coworker of mine who informed me about the biotech portion. So I did a quick research, saw the FDA approval, and was able to get in very quickly and literally made that $500 profit in the span of about two hours or so. So that's kind of how it works here, right? So you can see that the key thing is being prepared, right? Obviously, I got lucky in that fashion, but if I'd done my research, which we do as we create a watch list, then I would know that AMRN was supposed to be a stock that was going to be doing FDA approvals. And so just as a little teaser, at Penny Stock, what we're actually working on is creating a calendar of earnings and fundamental news and basically giving you guys access to these notifications once you join the VIP. So it's on the roadmap. I'll keep you guys more updated to it. Um, but that's pretty much it for today. That's all the questions we have. Again, if you want to reach out to us, you can always reach us at admin at inpennystock.com, all right? Or you can always DM us or reach out to us on social media via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at inpennystock, all right? So we're here for you guys. We want to be able to answer your questions and help you guys take your trading to the next level, all right? And for anyone who's still sitting on the fence, right, now is the year to do it. The stock market is still in a bull run. And you're not, you're never, you're only going to lose money by waiting on it. Okay. Because the power of compounded interest, right? If you don't know that, look that up, or I might even be discussing it in our live tomorrow. Actually, I'm going to include that compounded interest and why it's so important for you to be able to build wealth and become a millionaire because of the power of compounded interest. That's why these guys like Warren Buffett and stuff are so rich because of that specific rule and power law that compounding allows for, right? Basically your money, making money, building money on top of it, it almost becomes exponential. Hope you enjoyed that podcast. I know we went into a lot of detail, uh, but if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at inpennystock.com. And feel free to comment, review, and subscribe. That way you'll get notified immediately when we drop the new podcast. And I'm focusing on dropping a new podcast every day, so, on your commute to work, at the gym, whenever you're walking, or even just for a casual briefing on what's going on in the markets, you can definitely get an episode from here at in Penny Stock. And finally, always let me know about what topics you're interested in, either via the review or emailing me, and I'll make sure we deliver the content you're looking for. Thanks for your time.